0: Hello and welcome to Blizzard Watch, the podcast where we watch Blizzard games. I'm Matthew Rossi, your host, and I hate everything and don't care who knows it. Uh, with me this week are two fantastic co-hosts. First up, he doesn't hate everything and he wants you to know it, Alex Zibart. Alex, hi, what's up?
2: Why are you such a hateful person, though?
0: Uh, you If you had the weekend I had, you'd
2: be hateful, too. Fair enough. Hi, uh, I'm alright this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alright. Uh, Sorry, love, I had to throw really that out great. there like that. That's all I've been doing, leveling.
0: You've been leveling alts or just doing invasions with, like, mains or what? How you been
2: doing uh, I did. I was just going to grind them out on my main because I was like, I thought it would take a while to get all this stuff off the vendor with nether shards, but um, it doesn't. I was, like, at a loss as to what to do because I got everything so fast. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's how many more weeks of this? And I f- finished. But then I realized the XP was really good for alts. So I've just been running around on alts and leveling them as fast as I can.
0: Okay, now since she's here and she's basically here more often than anybody else, and writes just about everything for the site, introducing the one, the only, and Stickney. and how what's going on.
1: I, I don't hate very much.
0: <laughs> uh, I think at this point we have like, a you low know, level of hate. I'm all the way over here with Alaric <laughs> in the Sithiness, and Alex is like in the middle of the Dark Templar, and and you're like you know way over the light with Artanis. Oh, That's
1: okay. been a Starcraft
2: reference of the people hate.
1: I'll I'll hang I'll hang with Artanis. I'm cool with that.
2: You you get very stressed out when people hate things. So you hate hate.
1: (laughs) I don't get stressed out when people hate things. I just get stressed out when people, like, focus overwhelmingly on the negative to the point where they ignore everything else, I guess. I don't know. I I, I don't know why why you would want to subject yourself to misery. (laughs) You know, it's like I would rather look for the good in things and the things that make me happy.
0: I feel like the things that make you happy, have you been doing invasions and what do you think of them?
1: I have been doing invasions and I've been doing the same thing with the alts. I started the weekend with a level 15 monk and she's level, I think, 52 now or something, which is great. Um, And then also um, I decided foolishly, perhaps, I don't know, we'll find out, that I'm going to try and get my legendary ring in the last two weeks before
0: Legion. I don't know how that's going to go. We'll figure it out. I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted. I think I pr- predict that until invasions calm down, it's gonna be hard for you to get an LFR group. Actually, I got it really, really, really super quick last night. So. Oh, nice. Like really quick because. I mean, it's mostly DPS running around doing every- invasions, and you can. Swap
1: everyone, in. everybody, and their mother's demon hunter is in the raids right now. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so your demon hunters are gonna fill out your tanks and your DPS, and all you need is healers to show up.
1: Yeah, I don't. I should
0: take my shaman to go heal.
1: I, I, the chat channel just pointed out that I hate Medan. I don't hate Medan. You should. Medan just has his place, and his place is in the comic series, not in the game. And in I stand garbage. by that. In the comic series, in the garbage bin? Thanks, yes. Alex. <laughs> See, honestly. <laughs> I like the comics. I thought the comics were okay for comics. You know, it's comic. Book. Is,
0: I was such a big Walt Simonson fan that I was really disappointed that his approach to the comic was very definitely, ah, I need some money
1: yeah it was kind of phoned in at the end there yeah it's
0: anyway cool. I'm off to, anyway i gotta go off to space to train like like goku i'll see you guys later bye <laughs> Time to go. it's like currently he's on a pod you know <laughs> he, himself no he's just gravity. on a
1: tiny tiny world that he can run all the way around
0: <laughs> hello he i am i am the little prince welcome to my space and he's,
1: he's he's increasing his power level yep. even yeah, as we perfect.
2: speak turn the gravity up in his spaceship. Yeah. But, sure. Uh, this week as Ann pointed out in
0: the pre-show has been an incredibly suddenly very news heavy moment because of Gamescom. Gamescom
1: just kind of it, it, like detonated this morning, so
0: yeah, um, so we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. Um, I think the first thing we're going to talk about is the mountain of Heroes of the Storm news, because I, Alex is here, and he knows everything about it, and Anne's pretty familiar with it. <laughs> and I can sit here and not know what the heck's going on, and it, it's fine. But Alex said something on Twitter that I'm going to mention here, because I think it's suitable. You had said, um, I think the exact phrasing was that Heroes of the Storm did more to get you excited for StarCraft than StarCraft has been able to do?
2: Yeah, um, it seems pretty consistent. like I love the StarCraft universe, like I really do. But everything that Starcraft does falls flat with me. But then now here's the storms having their big StarCraft event and suddenly I'm like, Yes, Starcraft and I'm more excited for Starcraft in heroes than StarCraft in StarCraft. I don't know how that happens. It just feels like the StarCraft team is very bad at selling themselves at this point. I don't know. It's just how I feel about it. But how many yeah. people
1: are left on the StarCraft team, really? I mean, Quite a
2: there must be quite a few because they're doing a big multiplayer rebalancing. Oh, that's
1: true. You should talk about that. Uh,
2: I don't know anything about that. Oh, (laughs) it's happening. Um, I've not paid attention to like the competitive StarCraft scene in so long that I went. They haven't really hyped
1: it that much. They've been focusing more on Heroes of the Storm.
2: I think MOBAs in general and FPS games in general kind of killed the competitive StarCraft scene. Um, I don't know if that's because they're Easier to get into, or easier to play, or because well, plus, of team base. I mean, I the, competitive,
0: the competitive StarCraft scene was always fairly heavily rooted in one country's love of competitive StarCraft.
2: Yeah, you know, that, and that even, was a... even in South Korea. They're more about like Dota and League of Legends now than and Starcraft.
0: original StarCraft.
2: Which yeah, they still I mean, Brood War is still fairly competitive with StarCraft too.
0: Yeah, um, so I uh,
2: mean, but... I, it's at the point. that It's been so long since I've been into competitive StarCraft. I went to look at the balance changes, and I scrolled down and they mentioned the Cyclone Terran mech unit, and I was just like, what even is a Cyclone? <laughs> I don't know what these units are. So uh, that's probably telling. But, but anyway, here's the Storm. Yeah, here's the Storm. Um, it's their... Oh, I forgot the name of it. The name of the StarCraft event. Uh, Machines something.
0: Machines Starcraft of War.
2: Machines of War. I was going to say War of the Machines and that didn't seem right. Machines of War. Uh, it's an all-StarCraft event where they're adding... Two new StarCraft maps, one where you build up like a pen of captured Zerg to unleash on your enemy, and another one where you collect nukes throughout the map to nuke your opponent and their structures. So you're kind of, everybody is a StarCraft ghost, no matter what you're playing.
1: It's uh, Braxis Holdout is the one with the Zerg, and then Warhead Junction is yeah. the one with the nukes.
2: And so there's two maps. There's a bunch of new StarCraft skins, like Kerrigan gets a legendary skin where she's more like... A ghost, like a Starcraft ghost, but she's actually she called
0: keeps... Queen of Ghosts. Yeah. Queen of
2: Ghosts, but she keeps like the big metal wings because she has to still look distinct from Nova, mm-hmm. and her wings are used in her animations and so forth. Uh, Rexar gets a Raider Rexar. Butcher gets a Butcher Lisk. Yeah, just he looks
0: like a giant Zerg butcher.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, awesome. They're adding Alarak as a new Starcraft hero, and Zarya? Question mark. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Zarya no, gets a just. She's just there. She looks pretty yeah. to her over. Her I over, mean, don't get so. me
2: wrong. I do want Zarya in the game. I love playing her. She looks great. But having this big StarCraft themed splash art with all these like StarCraft ghosts and everybody in their StarCraft skins and like Illidan Specter skin. Then there's just Zarya being Zarya as Zarya always is. See, I she actually was surprised. Look, hilarious. I think it she's wasn't...
1: kind of impressive enough on her own.
0: Oh, yeah. She wrong kicks with butt. That.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a trailer where they're showing off all the Starcraft stuff. And, like, there's this actual, like, cinematic battle between Alarak and Kerrigan. And then at the end of this trailer, Zarya just shows up and she's like, oh, what am I doing here? Who knows? <laughs> I just I'm surprised, but not really surprised that it's not D.Va. But if it was D.Va, it would just be weird as heck. Those interactions would be amazing, though. Like yeah. D.Va wanting Kerrigan's autograph. <laughs> Oh my! I
0: love using you. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> using me?
1: What does that mean? That would be really actually. Now I kind of want to see that. Uh, yeah. Okay, Heroes of the Storm, she's devs,
0: bring gonna... gonna... Diva into Heroes of the Storm. It's going up to Abathur. Hey, hey! Nuclear launch detected. You're all scared now, right? <laughs> You're all scared now. I have no idea what this little human is talking about. What's In wrong? A match. With the human?
2: In a match with tennis, she's like, "Don't forget to research Zealot Charge." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um that would be a whole lot of fun. But uh it's I'm like I said, I'm pretty excited about it. You know, I love I do love the world of StarCraft. I like a lot of things about StarCraft and seeing it get more love is great. And it has been quite a long time since Heroes of the Storm got new maps. So at this point any new maps would be really exciting to me. Uh it's just kind of playing the same ones for and It's funny cuz not having a new map for a while is kind of like a When was the
1: last time the they added a new map?
2: Back with Dia- the Diablo event, I think. Wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was like the whole. When was that Diablo? Was that pre BlizzCon?
2: It was quite a long time ago. That's all. I it was. Only, it was closer to the launch of the game than now. Yeah. Um. It, but like I was saying, it's it's funny that I complain about not having any new maps in a while, but most MOBAs just have one map as the only one you play ever. Yeah. Here's of the Storm is really the only one that has multiple maps with lots of different mechanics.
0: Well, speaking of new maps, since you brought that up, I figured we should mention this one. Overwatch is getting a new map. Iconwald. Since you know, you I wanted you to jump in anyway, so please do.
1: I'm so excited because it's it's basically um they released they released there's a video preview available on the play Overwatch YouTube that talks about a little bit about the lore surrounding I Iconwald. And basically, um, where is that? There it is. It says, the site of one of the most famous battles during the Omnic Crisis, it was here that the leader of the Crusaders, Baldrick von Alder, and a handful of his best soldiers made a last stand against an advancing automaton army. Outnumbered and outgunned, they were ultimately slain during the resulting combat. However, thanks to their valiant efforts, the German military was able to push back the Omnic offensive and win the fight. There's... A little bit of backstory to this map, but the map basically takes place in a castle, in and surrounding a castle that's Eichenwald. Anyway, um, you actually go into the interiors, and they have a lot of the interior, they show a lot of the interior footage, and it's just ridiculously detailed. But it's in the middle of the Black Forest, and the Black Forest is where Bastion was, apparently, when he woke up. So they're going to be premiering the Bastion animated short, The Last Bastion. That's going to be coming on Thursday and it's going to explain his origins and also his origin skin because his origin skin has, you know how it looks like it's all overgrown. It's got the grass and stuff on it. It ties into this animated short. Um, Eichenwald is a little bit different, though, because the mid portion of the map is very, it's like on a vertical. You kind of spiral your way around and up this castle and it all ends with this drawbridge and then you bust into the castle. And it's an assault escort map. It should be kind of fun. It looks really cool. Um, apparently they can play it at Gamescom right now, but it comes out in Overwatch in September. It's Hopefully in time for my birthday. <laughs> I'm just
0: interested in its name is Iron
1: Woods. Yeah. Basically. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And just the visuals the visuals and the environment from this place, it's gorgeous. I love I love the stuff that they do with Overwatch. I really Even do. From
2: what little we've seen of that map, I already noticed some Easter eggs. Like yeah. There's a wall with like horns mounted like moose horns and all that and among them is diablo's horns yep (laughs) so um i can guarantee you there's
1: going to be a million (laughs) other little hidden easter eggs in it because they always throw that into the maps so yeah we haven't heard anything about sombra sorry people who are heard
2: anything
1: yeah maybe we'll hear more i don't know because we've got that whole bastion animated short so maybe they'll slide something in with that um, the people that are obsessively tearing apart every clue that they have to try and figure out more about Sombra. Keep your eyes peeled. There's probably something somewhere in some of this stuff.
2: I'm I'm holding out hope that the Last Bastion animation is really good because they've all been really good. But there's still that part of me that's like, you're making one about the beep boopy robot when you have all these other cool characters. But maybe it'll be really awesome. They've all been they awesome. They have the
1: they had like a really brief preview during the stream and they haven't released it on the Overwatch account yet which is kind of a pity it's just a little like tiny snippet and it's um Ganymede like tapping at yeah. Bastion's plate and then all of a sudden it lights up and you can kind of see and that's it that's all there is but i'm like yeah i can't wait I'm to hoping, see this animated short
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping it's narrated by Bastion <laughs> and the beep boop, 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 boops yeah just you just get beeps and boops that would be funny, it's uh, it's all Wally, it's very Wally. yeah,
2: I mean, Wally is why like it could be really good. I mean, Wally yeah. was good, and Wally didn't give deliver monologues. That's fine, there,
1: there wasn't really any dialogue to speak of.
0: There was a little but, bit in that film,
2: but there are so many characters in Overwatch I would have preferred to see first, yeah, well, fine. while we're You're talking
0: probably. about overwatch, um they dropped the announcement this week about some big changes coming to its design um jeff kaplan did a developer's diary
2: about it um it's, either of you want to talk about it it's mostly the competitive because um while overwatch took, seemed to take a while to launch and it was in beta in very long and they seemed to be taking it real slow uh competitive they've kind of been playing fast and loose with it from what i can see and season one was not really as successful as they wanted it to be i'm sure um uh, people really hated the old sudden death mechanic they hated a coin flip to decide a match because why should something like that be such a hugely determining factor in whether you win or lose? Um, they're eliminating a lot of that, trying to fix ranking so it's not as demoralizing. Uh, in general, just changing a whole lot of what made Season 1 very frustrating for people who play competitive.
1: And it's kind of an iterative process, I think. You know, They have ideas, they think this is going to work if it doesn't work, okay, then they'll switch it up and they're not afraid to switch it up and make big changes. Um, I don't think that any of the changes are going to make the game unplayable or anything at all so
2: no, and Girl, I think it's pretty good to me. A lot of people, like I watch um, a few Overwatch streamers and they all generally agreed on certain things were just total BS and how competitive worked and uh, I don't think they can make that worse. The changes do seem to be attempting to fix those particular really bad items. So uh, even if it's not still not you know a flawless system, it's going to be better than season one was.
0: all right um, Also I guess we should talk about the invasions ramping up. The, today we saw the they've increased the spawn time on invasions to two hours. They're, it's not four hours anymore it's every two hours. Um, they've increased the amount of invasions per spawn to three. Um, for, up from two so now every two hours three invasion sites happen um i don't know what's going to happen next week if we're going to have all six every hour uh that, that's... i have a feeling just before legion launches that's exactly what we're going to be looking at is it's just going to be whomp
1: all over the place consistent
2: i feel like if they speed them up too much more uh, your chances of actually doing multiples is going to be really slim if you have to travel from eastern kingdoms and i mean if you have like a hearth at the shrine and you can quickly teleport That'll help. Yeah. But Pericute is leveling alts. Like taking my monk who doesn't have flying in his alliance trying to go from like Stormwind to Ashara, that's yeah, a it's... hike and that takes a while and that ta- that'll that take like a half hour to get there. Stormwind,
1: flight to Menethil, fly to Ashenvale, ride the bridge over.
2: Yeah. And that'll take a while. Cause you and it to takes a while, fast, yeah. So you have to ride a boat. So if they're going down, if they if they do go to like every hour, I'll really only get to do that Ishara invasion and it would stop being worth going to Ashara to do the invasion and just wait for another one in eastern kingdom just stay in westfall or something
0: yeah well if I... they're persistent and they just stay put i don't know well it is interesting to see them ramping it up and seeing how they're ramping it up uh i agreed with something mitch had said today that he kind of wished they'd instead of doing six and stopping that they'd thrown a couple that would show up after a while like you would start off with the six that we know and then like towards the end, suddenly there's like one in like uh, there's one in Darnassus and yeah. one in uh, Silvermoon or something. I I, I, with cool. yeah, I I agree that that would have a cool.
2: Yeah,
0: I agree that that would have been cool. It certainly doesn't look like that's what's going to happen though. So uh, also this week, however, and I'm not going to talk about it too much, but that quest chain that I've been telling everyone they have to do is finally open. So I'm only going to say is you get the quest when you log in. Cadgar says hey, and the quest starts from there. I think you should go do it. It was a
1: little bit disconcerting because I logged in and immediately upon logging in, Khadgar's servant was like right there breathing down my neck.
2: Hey, there is a point on the beta where when you would start a new character and you would zone into Dalaran for the first time, you Mm -hmm. would be getting harassed by like multiple NPCs that immediately want you to do something like Khadgar's servant's like, hey, I need you to go here. Yeah. And then your artifact questing guy's like, no, you need to come with me. And then some like Dalaran mage runs up. is like, hey, we have a problem. And you're like, everybody shut up one at a time. Form a line. <laughs> Who am I helping first? Yeah, but
0: that happened, um, so we've got that happening too. I'm going to say this, uh, as somebody really who's been doing the invasion a lot, I have like the six level 100s I've been doing it on. I haven't really been working on alts too much. I mean, like low-level alts, I have been trying to level. Uh, I started that today just because. But one of the things I find a little frustrating is uh, something Alex had said. The Nether Shards, you get the Nether Shards to a certain point, you've bought everything you can get. Yeah, and it doesn't take
1: long. It really Um, doesn't. I mean, I have like all four of the cosmetic sets now, like the cosmetic appearance sets. And I've got the pet and I've got like the upgrade items. Those are the only things that I'm buying right now because those are the only things that are like worth anything anymore. But. Yeah, it doesn't take much to get stuff at all.
0: And there's weird holes in what drops. Like, yeah. You, you can basically end up in a situation where you just never get a piece or two. They just don't ever drop for you. And that's a problem because that's really irritating. Uh, the, I know that they put the cosmetic sets in to fix that transmog wise, and I get that. But if you're gearing right now, you don't want to have one piece of gear that's just not there. It, it's just irritating. It's everything but, but the gloves. Yeah. Something. Or, in my case, pants. But more than that even, they don't have offhands, and they don't have shields.
2: The lack of off-hands is bizarre because the quest to do the Broken Shore, if you're a spellcaster, gives you a one-handed weapon.
0: Right, my and my warlock,
2: warlock was given a sword. My warlock there are no got a sword from the anywhere.
1: invasions. Just a sword from the yeah. invasions. No offhand. just a sword.
2: Yeah, and I was using no a staff,
1: offhand. so it's like I don't have an
0: off-hand handy or anything yeah. like that. If you want an offhand, you have to basically go back to Tanan and get one from, like, the treasures. <laughs> and that, yeah. it's like, my 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 shaman went resto because enhancement is such a pain to use right now, and you get killed a lot. So I want, I, I'm like, all right, I'll heal. I'll go resto, and I'll heal. My wife wants to play. She'll, she'll play a warrior, and I'll just be her pocket healer. And it worked out pretty well. I kept her alive most of the time. I mean, not all the time, because come on. Some of the times they just two-shot you. Yeah, it's nothing I can do. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I get a whole set of 700 gear now, and that's great. Except I'm using a shield from Tanan. And I didn't have that shield going into this. I had a 620 green or something. It was like some little green shield. I had to go get that shield after I realized I'm not going to get a shield upgrade from this. It's not going to happen. I'm going to be healing her with this, this axe that I got and nothing else. So Here's that's... here's
1: the part that I find funny, right? So we had that second piece of the quest chain come out today? Mm-hmm. Which was great. And I went through it and I got to what I presume was the end of it, although people are telling me that it's broken and there's supposed to be another part that just hasn't like popped or some something like that. So I guess I'll go check that out at a later point in time. But um, I got the blue item reward and it's I level 685 and I already have better from the invasions that Khadgar interrupted me from to go run his errands. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, Look, I came all the way out here and I did all this stuff for you and the only thing you're offering me is a measly 685. Like, yeah. I've been punching demons in the face for like the past couple of days here and they're handing over the 700 gear. So, what's up with being stingy, Cadgar? Come on.
2: Yeah, I also made a boneheaded mistake just because I wasn't paying enough attention with my nether shards because uh, I was primarily doing these on my paladin. So, I was like, I'm not going to do this on a clothie probably so I'll buy the transmog sets in ascending order i'll go cloth leather mail plate and finally i was like okay all i need is the plate one left i'll go grab the nether shards for the plate i didn't realize the armor you were getting from the invasions is the same as the transmog ensembles on the vendor yeah it is so i went and got another 200 other shards went to the vendor and says you already know this set i was like what how
0: <laughs> you're wearing
2: it <laughs> oh i'm wearing it it's the same stuff
0: yeah it, it's it's weird because I got the I basically have everything but cloth because I don't have a cloth character like not one I don't have anybody who wears cloth I have leather wearers I have mail wearers and I have plate wearers so I have all that stuff just from doing it like just yeah. from doing the event I have all that stuff I haven't even really been paying attention but for the longest time one of my warrior alts has everything but the pants and the pants won't drop like I I'm opening chests like at one point I decided I'm gonna save the chests from like all the invasions that I can do. And I did it in such a way that I did two. And then another two immediately popped up because I was just in time. So I did two more. I had four sets of chess on me. So I, I opened it all and it was everything but pants.
1: Sage time in the chat channel says that Khadgar should have given out an offhand. Yes, he should have. Yeah. An offhand or a shield or a staff. If people want a staff. Yeah. Those items that are missing, that would have been cool if it had come from Khadgar.
2: It's just completely baffling it would have made sense sword and there's no off hands anywhere
1: it just it feels like to me the people that were doing the quests and the quest rewards for the quest like the story narrative quest that goes along with the invasion they weren't talking to the people who were doing the goodies for the invasion itself otherwise they might have looked at that and gone Oh, one of these is a lower eye level than the other, but you get it after you've already obtained this higher level eye level item. Maybe we
2: should do something about that. Just why would you give casters the sword? Period, without something to go with it.
0: Yeah, I, I, that gets me that's, too. that's
1: what weirds me out. Is like, he, there's no offhand and no shield. Like, yeah.
0: why? Your holy paladin or your resto shaman. Well, guess they're out of luck. But this is why I really do think that the nether shard vendor should basically have all the pieces that can drop. Like if you go up there on a warrior, they should have all the plate pieces that can drop available for purchase. Maybe like on the last
1: week of the invasions or something, they could just make it slide that into the vendor,
0: make it all buyable. Yeah. I know I'm going to replace all this stuff in a couple of weeks. I get that. But in the meantime, I feel like I'm being penalized for luck and that's the nether shards are a currency. When you have a currency event, the currency exists to ameliorate randomness.
1: Okay, That's but why it's there. I know, I know we've spent all this time like complaining about this, but can I just say that without like spoiling anything from that quest chain, I appreciate the fact that there were throwbacks to The Last Guardian. Because oh, yeah. I love that novel. So every time I saw something that was a quote from the book, I was, like, making, I was maybe squeeing.
0: <laughs> or like that weightlifter it who did the weightlifting to... and then made the little heart thing anyway yeah i i thought that the you know i think the quest is good i told you to do it fantastic
1: it was so good
0: um there's there's moments in that quest that are absolutely hilarious and moments that are like you know oh okay uh so yeah it's it's the invasion itself i'm having fun with it i really liked getting a chance to play all these characters i don't normally play that much yeah um, I liked getting my hunter out and going. Especially, let's. I'll just be completely honest. My hunter has the best time in the invasions. Everybody else is can, continuously ground into meat by like you know, cone effect, death rays, and whatever. My hunter's like, I'm way out here shooting you. You, oh, you're gonna try shooting me? I'm gonna jump back. I'm safe. Okay, come back in. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Uh, occasionally kill my-, my pet.
2: Yeah, I've been uh, healing on my druid, and um, I just I just don't really heal anymore. She's so like, Yeah, I'll go heal. Sure, why not? That'll be fun. And I don't have a glyph of stars, so I don't want to be a moonkin. So I'll just go resto. Um, and I tried healing tanks. It's like that'll make me helpful. I'll keep these people alive. We're like, nope. nope the boss just off. spins in circles, one shotting everybody.
0: It's it's better to do like area effect heal, and uh, especially yeah. with the shaman. It's I I picked my wife to keep alive because she's my wife. And, you know, that that's what's going to happen. But I, basically what I would do is I'd drop AoE heals in the area. There would be chain healing constantly, put rain, you know, rainfall down, uh, whatever. And just do your best. Keep people alive as long as you can. Eventually you're going to die because they're going to hit you with something ridiculous. <laughs> then you'll be yeah. like, oh. And then you come back. But, you know, it's fun. I actually like healing. Yeah, um,
2: the, uh, what is it, the, the Kazakh-looking guy. What are those guys called? Oh, yeah. The Lord's? Uh, Doom Lords or something yeah I forget yeah, when the one that's like just puts a debuff on you that basically says after twelve seconds you're effing dead yeah you see the debuff and you're just like, well, eh. all right,
0: yeah, so I think that basically covers it for news. What do you guys think of anything else? We went through gamescom uh,
1: so. uh, gold dawn's in the free rotation
0: eh.
1: yeah at this
2: point I didn't really care anymore, but sure yeah. talk- um, Diablo three's big news from gamescom is nothing yeah
1: it's the 20th anniversary.
2: Yeah, uh, if you're at Gamescom, you can play all three Diablo games there, if that is something that actually excites you somehow, as if you can't play Diablo at home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, Alex, sometimes.
2: (laughs) Sorry, Diablo. So grouchy. I want more Diablo, but I'm only grouchy because I want more Diablo. Diablo 3 is fun. They kind of dropped the ball on it now.
1: Yeah, I kind of want them to do something new
0: with Diablo.
2: So I I keep hoping like, yes, give us something Diablo, and they're like, play Diablo too. Like, no, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> I could have but, done that without traveling to Germany, guys. Maybe
1: they're saving maybe they're saving their gigantic Diablo announcement for BlizzCon. We can only a, we can only hope.
2: Discreet LOL says in chat, Gamescom hasn't started yet. Yes, that's completely true. It hasn't actually started, it starts tomorrow, but Blizzard previewed all of their news today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's preview. It's basically preview night type like stuff. The,
2: it's like the E3 thing where every single publisher has their big press conference like days before E3 actually starts. Two or three starts. days
1: beforehand, just to let you know what's up. And then E3 rolls around and it's like, well, we've heard this already, but we're glad to hear it again.
2: Yeah. Like the actual <laughs> conference is where like journalists do their interviews and test stuff and play stuff. Whereas the preview nights all come before the convention. And Gamescom or, is freaking huge, so they probably need to do it that way. I mean, Gamescom is the largest gaming convention in the world, so yeah. they probably it's, do need to have their stuff beforehand. Yeah, turn, it's it,
1: gigantic.
0: It yeah, it, it basically took what E 3 used to be and multiplies it by five. Uh, but at this point, um, I think we're gonna have a little word from our sponsors.
2: And do you like surprises? I hate surprises. Then you love. Oh, do you like food and stuff? Well, yeah. Then you'll love Degusta Box, a monthly subscription which delivers 10 to 15 delicious items straight to your front door. With Degusta Box, you'll receive items that are brand new to the market or food and drinks you might never have thought to try before.
1: How exciting! How do I sign up?
2: Head over to blizzardwatch.com slash and use the discount code Degusta10 to get $10 off your first box. Uh, in all seriousness, Degusta Box is a pretty cool service. I subscribe to it. I genuinely enjoy it. So if it seems like something you'd enjoy, check it out get yourself some funky food. Okay, we're doing
0: emails. Um, as is usually the case, send an email to podcast at blizzardwatch.com uh, You can basically ask us about anything. We talk about any game Blizzard does. We'll talk about lore, we'll talk about game mechanics, we'll talk about whatever. Uh, as always, because, you know, my problems, Anne's going to be reading the emails for us, so if you would, be Anne.
1: Uh, first email is from Shad, who is a Belf tank Hyjal US, still official cause of all wipes for Wolves of War. Good job, Shad. I don't know how you managed to wipe the, the cause of all wipes,
0: but congratulations, man.
1: Every wipe ever. Apparently, they blame it all on Shad. Anyway, Shad has just a quick question. Has it been announced when the Legion servers go live, as in a time? I know it's usually midnight PST or thereabouts, but I have people who are usually in the know telling me it'll be 6 p.m. PST on August 30th. Any knowledge of this? Thanks.
0: I hadn't heard that.
1: I hadn't heard that either.
2: Um, Maybe they're thinking that way because
0: Overwatch
1: did it? Maybe.
0: Yeah, as far as and, I know, it's going to be the same launch it always is.
2: Same maybe, thing it
1: always does.
2: Yeah, maybe Legion will do it that way, but they haven't said anything about that, so it probably will be. Well, has it been midnight PST? I think I'm it was midnight much... for Warlords, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. it midnight Eastern?
1: I don't some remember some
0: that it was that, but it might have been.
1: I don't. I honestly, I don't recall with Warlords that was all kind of a blur
0: because
2: I, I, I was I, playing. I'm, <laughs> I'm central. I'm trying to remember. I'm central. And I know that when I would physically go to pick up a copy at a midnight release, so this is not like Warlords, this is older expansions.
1: Zelenus is saying that Warlords was 9 p.m. PST, right? Yeah,
2: so by the time I got home from that midnight release at like a GameStop or whatever, so it wouldn't even be 1 a.m. Central, I would already be able to play.
1: Okay, they're saying it's midnight Eastern, which is 9 p.m. Pacific. Yeah. So that seems to be,
2: that, all Pacific, likelihood points to that. <laughs> yeah, Midnight Pacific would have been 2am my time and I know I've always played them before 2am my time so Midnight Eastern seems right
0: Yeah, Honestly I just remember playing it I don't remember when I did it Usually I don't try to play that soon because quite frankly I'm old and I like to sleep and also because it it's real hard to cram yourself through the starting experience like when everybody else is cramming themselves through the starting experience uh, Didn't they like actually pocket Warlords out because there were so many people trying to run it Like, they turned it into, like, multiple instances.
2: Yeah, it was was all phased. Until, it was, the Chidon was phased, and then you would get to where you had to plant your flag for your garrison, and that's where the bottleneck.
1: And everybody had to plant the flag, and only one person could click on it at a time. So when you have hundreds of people piled on one spot, all frantically clicking to try and get the, yeah, it was a mess. I'm hoping that, that, that Legion is going to be a lot smoother
2: Yeah, in earlier expansions, I'd be like, yes, I'm going to play at midnight and churn it through. And I would get really frustrated when things would break. But now that I've been going through so many of these expansions, like, yeah, I'll stay up for midnight. I'll see if I can play. And if I can, great. If not, I'll just go to bed.
1: There's no no race to max level or anything for me anymore. I mean, I'm just going to take my time with it. I think I might even level Alliance first this time, just for funsies.
0: Usually it's Horde first, but I don't know. I know, I basically know that I want, I'm want. i going to be trying to get three warriors through at the same time. So I'm going to go insane. But so, I want to do all three of the artifacts at once. And
2: I do want to include a disclaimer here. We were trying to figure out launch times. We're trying to remember. If it's wrong, we apologize. Yeah, for <laughs> no pulling there, memory. There has been no have, announcement to memory. We
0: don't have. There's been no announcement saying it will be at X time. Uh, they just They haven't bothered to tell us. Probably because they think, it? oh, come on, they
2: know it. I just seem to remember I have been able to play it at Midnight Central, but I could be wrong.
1: Someone is saying that it's Midnight Pacific, and they're quoting a tweet from Bashyak, but Bashyak's no longer with the company.
2: And so I mean, that,
1: who knows see. if that information has changed in between his tweet and now?
2: That was, that was from 2014, so that was from Warlords. But that I'm,
1: was from Warlords, okay. I,
2: I'm pretty sure I played, I don't know. I don't remember.
1: I honestly yeah I don't remember cuz like I said all that was a blur of I can't click on the flag and various other sundry things so
0: this helicopter will not let me shoot people why won't this helicopter Look let it's shoot-
1: going to be we can say with Pretty much, you know, dead on certainty, Shad. It's gonna be midnight somewhere when
2: this launches. Midnight somewhere. It'll Not be midnight somewhere, dude, somewhere. Somewhere.
1: somewhere. It's it's either East Coast or West Coast. It's gonna be midnight when that comes out. Um but I don't think that they've announced like an actual official time or anything.
0: Nope.
1: Okay. Alright, so our next email is from Darkbite, who says, Greetings, Blizzard Watchers. What is the deal with Gul'dan's skull? When we last saw it, Illidan was talking to it as we were about to beat him up, and it fell into the hands of a random mage, warlock, or whoever rolled the highest. But with Illidan being brought back, the new Gul'dan walking around, do you think Gul'dan may start looking for the skull that Illidan had? And start having conversations with his alternate self assuming it still had the powers to do it telling him such things as how to make the original death knights and what not to do in this world or at this point in the game is it just a fancy paperweight dark white?
2: well i hope he doesn't come to get it because it's in my bank and i already had garrosh take (laughs) orhal out of my bank i'm really tired of being robbed by orcs
0: the gor- I still have my gore So I don't think he took it out of the bank. I'm just
1: imagining walking into the bank and you know how they have like that window and behind it, there's like the piles of gold. Yeah. And somewhere back in the sea of gold is Gul'dan and he's just Scrooge
0: ducking it through there looking for the skull. <laughs> No, no, it's even worse. His skull is now taken control of all the money and he's gonna animate it as a giant gold piece golem. <sighs> your gold is gonna come out, and the more gold you've collected, the more powerful the golem will be. I'm just I'm so just all imagining, you gold are gonna get punched I'm just
1: it. imagining Goldan, you know, like swimming through gold. Very a skull though. No, no, no. He's looking for the skull in all the oh. So it's sort of like searching for your child's left shoe in the ball pit. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: But it's an evil ball It's somewhere in here. I just don't know where it is. Honestly, I don't. I don't think this Goldon would want to talk to that Goldon. If you listen to the Tomb of Sargeras, he's pretty emphatic that he is not that guy. He he. When when Kiljaden says, you know, Kiljaden basically comes out and tells him, "We picked you because you're Goldon," and that means, and Goldon's like, "I'm not him." He he doesn't have a lot he wants to say to that guy. Um, that guy failed, and this Goldon's not interested in failure. So. I don't think he would be particularly interested in talking to him, but it might be kind of funny if he had the skull. I don't know if if Gul'dan trained some power out of the skull of Gul'dan to turn
2: into a demon. I don't what happens. To- so, OK, so the our Gul'dan, well, the Warlords of Draenor Gul'dan was like crippled, right? He was kind of deformed and scrawny. Yeah, well, his leg was all messed up. And our Gul'dan wasn't. So, theoretically, the Warlord's Gul'dan is a bit smaller, so we he don't can wear know. our Gul'dan's skull as a hat.
1: We don't know if this Gul'dan, like our Gul'dan, the dead Gul'dan, we don't know if he had the same past as the other Gul'dan. Like,
2: this is I, the problem with having two. I just want Gul'dan to wear Gul'dan's skull as a helmet. That's I
1: what. want him to wear it, like, on his hand, like a little hand puppet that he talks to.
0: When he first, when, when like Illidan he consults
1: first, it and he
0: has it talk back to you. When Illidan first found the skull, though, it was really big. it yes, was. It like, was. It was bigger than he was, and then after he drained it, it was still like he was like nine and a half feet tall now, and he still could fit the thing in his hand. So it was still pretty big. So even if our Goldon and New Goldon or the New dual it's like New Goldon and Classic Goldon, it's like Coke flavors but with Goldon. <laughs> Uh, e- even if classic Gul'dan's head, I, you know, was the same size as current Gul'dan, uh, current Gul'dan's head is probably smaller than the skull currently is. I'm but, really but... glad that Crystal Gul'dan has made a
1: resurgence.
2: <laughs> but how? That doesn't make any sense because the skull is in his head. So it get bigger when it leaves his head. It got bigger because it was the size of a, it, it
0: soaked
1: up a all that fell energy and that fell energy. It was like, you know, those um, in
2: like cereal, you in know, it's compressed.
1: Right. But, you know, like in the cereal and things like that, you used to get the little squash, tiny dinosaurs and you'd put them in a jar of water and they yeah. get really huge. OK, that's what his skull does with full
0: magic. Yeah. Like in all sincerity, that if you like look at Warcraft three, the dude's head, the dude's skull was bigger than freaking Illidan. Illidan walked up to it and it's like it's floating there, like with chains all around it. It, It's enormous. I always wondered, like, you know, wow, that skull went through some changes after it left Gul'dan's head.
2: Can can we all do a small favor for me and our audience? Can we all take turns saying Illidan? Illidan? Thank you. Anne? Illidan. Why? There we go. Because uh, I saw comments that people were getting annoyed that we were saying Illidan and Illidan.
1: No, I usually go Illidan.
2: It's Illidan. I see, I see Illidan Sometimes his...
1: it kind of slur it together in my excitement to talk about the guy. But, you know,
2: I've said Illidan. I'm sure I've said Illidan I'm in just the past establishing Illidan. we can say Illidan. I'm Illidan. trying
1: to correct myself on Gul'dan because I've said Gul'don, but it's Gul'dan. Like everybody says Gul'dan
2: in all of remember, the cinematics. I think, yeah, I think they. I think they even say his name like Gul'dan in particular, two different ways, depending on who is speaking. So right. That well,
1: and originally I thought originally it was Gul'dan, but it's not, it's Gul'dan. And everybody that like, even Khadgar is like Gul'dan. I'm like, okay, well, see, that's what gets, I guess me- I'll gets- fix my pronunciation on that, but it's hard. Just, Cause you know, think, you've trained
0: yourself to say it a certain way. Just I think I probably said it. I think I probably say it differently just because you got Gul'dan and Illidan. And it's like, there's too many Dans. Like, why are you all like somebody Dans? Well, there's
1: Gul'dan and Illidan.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. a Din. Yeah,
1: Illidan. Illidan or Illidan. 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 Like dinner. But yeah, like I said, sometimes I slur it together and then I guess the pronunciation gets a little sloppy. I don't know. I talk fast.
2: Fantasy names, man.
1: Fantasy names. It's like trying to get... <laughs> Just like put the word Tyrande in front of six different people and you'll get six different pronunciations.
2: There are still... <laughs> Heroes of the Storm esports commentators that say Tyrandi?
1: No, 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 Tiranda. Like, it's Tiranda.
2: Blizzard, these are your, like your official, like sanctioned tournaments. Your commentators haven't been instructed on how to say their names yet.
0: Maybe they it's should not, work on that. It's
2: not Tyrandi.
0: Tyrandi just sounds like a dude living out in a trailer. Tirandy. Tirandy. Hey, yo, Maldo and Malphurian. Malphurian.
2: Like, you're a horrible start. you up
1: yeah okay so uh next email darkbite i don't know if that really answers your question i don't think (laughs) that answers your question
2: at all but we sure enjoyed talking about it he did ask how to pronounce illidan right that was the question no oh (laughs) well whatever (laughs) But that's okay
1: so uh next email is from winterwolf at Dathramar, who says hello watchers i seem to recall that it was often highlighted that the world of warcraft cinematics lacked the presence of gnomes ignoring the level boost video that wasn't actually in the game is the broken shore cinematic the first one to feature a gnome keep up the good work winterwolf and how boy howdy it sure is i don't think i've seen a gnome in any kind of prominent role before
2: I'm not sure if they've even been in not prominent roles before. I'm not sure they've been present unless you count the Easter egg in a StarCraft cinematic where there is a gnome shaped air freshener in a spaceship.
0: Yep. Yeah, I I can't. I was sitting around thinking about it. it. I know for sure, like if all the before game cinematics that they've had, never a gnome. Never, never
1: a gnome. So I don't I'm remember like
0: any gnomes in the Wrathgate. I mean, there should have been a couple. The only
1: the only other one that I recall there being a gnome with was like when they were doing the machinima trailer type stuff, and it wasn't. Yeah. I don't think that was. I, it was the uh, reporting from the from the dark portal thing right before oh, wow. Burning so Crusade throwback. Yikes. Yeah, remember though, the reporter was a little gnome chick. Yeah. Yeah,
2: okay. and the um the level boost had a gnome. But again, level that was. Yeah, and they were
1: saying thing. ignoring the level boost. Oh, this is well, the first time yeah. any kind of in game or out of game cinematic has featured a gnome in any kind of role that wasn't comedic.
2: And yeah, considering and- Taryn Gregory is on the cinematics team and uh, he's team gnome all the way, I, I think it was inevitable that eventually we would get one. And eventually,
1: somebody had, somebody yeah. would buckle and cave in to the pressure and let him put a gnome in there. I'm glad Mecha Torque was in there, though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry, but I want Mechatork' suit. Yeah, That thing was enormously amazing. I want one of those. Especially the, he's talking about calculating stuff, and he just kind of like pulls a lever, and it shoots a demon in the face while he's still working on it. I loved it. I'm and then sorry. slaps the button, and he's all,
1: boom! Yeah, that was just, yeah. Yeah. I, I could do with more Mechatoric cinematics in my life. That was pretty amazing. So yeah, hope that answers your question, Winterwolf. Next email is from Gobot, who is not a Gobot. He's actually an orc shaman on Exodar who says, greetings, lady and gentleman. <laughs> okay, thanks. I'm um, the lady. I'm the lady, I guess. No. So uh, after finishing my de- the Demon Hunter starting quest this week, I decided to go back into Burning Crusade to refresh my memory about the whole story out in Outland. I started with a Death Knight since that was the easiest to go right into Hellfire. But then I reconsidered since, of course, there's a great shortage of Death Knight specific gear in Burning Crusade. This is true. Anyway, my whole question is this. Which race class would you choose from a strictly lore perspective to go do the whole of Burning Crusade and why? I know Rossi will say Draenau Warrior, which definitely makes sense, but I'm hoping for a more Horde-related answer as that is more my faction of choice. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Go bot.
2: Blood Elf Warrior. Blood Elf. Blood Elf anything. Uh, (laughs) Blood Elf or I was going to say Orc Shaman, but you are an Orc Shaman. And can I just say if you have bot in your name, it is required that you are, in fact, a robot.
1: Well, perhaps he's an engineer. No, he doesn't have "bot" in his name. It's Gabo. He's waiting. Gabo. For Gabo. He's waiting for Gabo. Okay.
0: Sorry, Fair I enough. pronounced
1: your name totally wrong.
0: <laughs> I just made that up. I don't think it's true. <laughs> I, know, I Honestly, I, I, this is no. Not... But I decided to roll with it because it was really good. <laughs> just not sarcastic on my part. I'm completely serious. Uh, blood elves get a really good compelling interesting story if you can get through the various bugs and weirdness of burning crusade because it is the oldest content in the game right now uh you, you actually get a real good story for your character you get to experience um pretty much you get to experience what it's what like the following the path of your prince and then finding out oh, he's gone bad he i do feel like pretty I, cuckoo i don't feel like i'm spoiling anything because it's been eight years
1: uh yeah <laughs> if you aren't aware right now you should be um People in the chat channel are saying Blood Elf Mage or Blood Knight. I agree with the Blood Knight. Take a Paladin through there. Oh, yeah. The Paladin quest or like, there's a lot of good stuff that goes down in there. And a lot of it has to do with the Paladin. The whole Liadrin arc is yeah. pretty cool. But... Um,
0: Especially if you're actually going to experience all of it. like If you're, if you're going to go
1: do the Blood Elf specific stuff, though, you want to do all of Hellfire. Because there's some important plot points there. Capital letters totally meant um you want to go to Terra car because there's a section in Terracar car where again important plot points um netherstorm has yeah, very much a so lot so. a lot in netherstorm and then shadow moon valley there's also quite a bit there
0: i suggest you go scryers Are and go you scryers I mean, you could do either, but if you go Scryers, you get to see Lorenthal and you get to kind of figure out like how come some of us have you know turned against this. You you get a sense of the Blood Elves redefining themselves as a people as as the expansion goes on.
1: Too. Yeah, and I would I would go Scryers absolutely, but yeah, Blood Elf Paladin. I mean, you have a Shaman, so why not roll its counterpart?
2: And if you once are once upon going, a time
1: they were counterparts to each other.
2: If you, if you do go Blood Elf Paladin, just make sure you have a sufficiently swaggy transmog yes okay you gotta you gotta look good as a blood knight
1: <laughs> all right so the next email actually has three questions we're just gonna do this one at a time okay um and this is from Kaliar, longtime listener and patreon supporter who says hello watchers three questions for you question number one do we know how we got back from dranor
0: probably the portal we took, we took a portal.
1: Yeah. The portals. Um, when Cadgar originally established the portal, he w- made a big deal about how tiring it was. Okay, well, it probably was because they hadn't dealt with, you know, going between realities before or whatever. But after Cadgar did it once, it was probably more than enough to reverse engineer that kind of spell and go, oh, okay, now we can teach everybody how to do it. Yeah, yeah I and mean, Jaina came over.
2: It's. I think it's meant to be assumed that you don't build a garrison in a 10 second cutscene, but rather that's supposed to have taken weeks slash months. No,
1: all you have to do is play the trumpets. You play the trumpets and buildings just pop and up. it just
2: <laughs> rises out of the ground. Ba, ba,
1: ba, ba, ba.
0: And then it, psh, it's a village. So
2: every time one of those cutscenes plays, you should probably assume some time has passed. So they like even in say the time... when,
0: you, when you go to Stormshield Shield or Warspear, they say outright that they've been setting this up over the course of weeks and months. They they flat out tell you. Yeah. That yeah. This is not you. You've been there for a while. And by the keep the time... mind, you're still like, you know, still starting level when you do that.
2: And by the time Stormshield and War Spear are being established, they have established, you know, pathways from Draenor to Azeroth because you didn't come through with all those guys. No, they arrived after you after you kind of established a foothold. They came through in your wake. They showed, showed up you're...
0: later. Essentially, you and the suicide mission are the vanguard, and once that mission is over and you get a chance to breathe and establish a base, like when you when you go out to a Frostfire on the Horde side, um, it's pretty clear that you know they they make a portal and start bringing through people who can sustain it afterwards. It isn't just the problem that you had is originally it was just Khadgar. It was well, you, Khadgar, and a whole bunch of other dudes. Yeah, but once you actually have you know the portal established and people are coming through that includes more mages and you can actually start who can
1: having- then be taught how to bend time and space or reality or whatever it is they have to do i don't know i play a rogue Not so a question number two i haven't looked into any legion content yet but do they address the situation with Maev and what happened to her at the end of the wolfheart novel
0: yes a little it's, they do they do it in a quest chain uh, there's still like some vagueness, but at the end of a quest that takes place in Valshara, you get some some closure between at least the two uh, Shadow Song siblings about the, that issue.
1: Beyond that, not so much. Maybe we'll see that come up later. I hope we do because that was kind of a big deal in Wolfhart.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, was- it, does, it does seem like there are some aspects of Maya in the novels that the game was kind of like let's kind of massage that out of here. We will keep some things, but the nastiness, uh, let's tone it down. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So a uh, third question from Callior says, in the ultimate endgame of our fight against the Legion in the Void, wouldn't we end up having to kill all demon hunters because they are hosts to demons? Thanks,
0: Callior. Well, what the, a grim thought. For that matter, are we going to kill all warlocks because they work with demons? I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't think the demon hunters have basically set themselves up thinking if we don't do this, we're not going to live to have this moral discussion about killing us later. You know, it's de- demon hunters think, well,
1: if they're going to sacrifice everything, they may as well sacrifice themselves in the process.
0: It's very much along the lines of they don't care if, about the moral dilemma because if they don't do it, then they won't be alive to have a moral dilemma sort of thing. Plus, they're all kind of like. They all have backstories where demons murdered everything they love. So they're all kind of crazy. It's basically like a group of Batmans that actually decided to, to demons. Like if Batman ate criminals, I guess. That would be weird. <laughs> um, I'm
1: just imagining bit. Batman like swooping down in an alley and like. Eating a criminal. Like a baby bird. Just like choking <laughs> it down. <laughs> no. Okay. Sorry, Alex, you were saying something.
2: Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't don't know. Would you have to kill Demon Hunters? Why? Beat the bad guys if they're, unless they they become the new bad guys. Because they
1: possess demons within them. So if you really want to eradicate the entirety of the Burning Legion, you would have to destroy them because they have
0: demonic souls.
2: let Let them have some kind of hedonist party in the nether and just die of old age. It's fine.
0: See, the thing about Demon Hunters is I have a hard time with the slash sillies and slash flirts on my Demon Hunter. They don't really fit the tone. It's kind of like when people said the De- Death Knight's doing the flower picking for inscription. Yes. To kind of ruin the mood. Yes. I kind of feel like every time I do a slash flirt, I'm like, okay, it didn't work.
2: I don't know. I think the flirts work for, I mean, Night Elf Demon Hunter, at least. The female one. Have you heard those ones?
0: Yeah, I've heard all of them. That's what I'm playing.
2: Yeah. It's she She's just like, you, me, let's go now. It's like yeah, that, that one works like a Demon but... Hunter thing. Yeah. Like that one
1: that well, huh. Huh. Yeah. I haven't listened to any of these and now I'm thinking I probably need to. You
0: should go listen it's to the terrifying. sillies because some of them are good. <laughs> the one that the, the Blood Elf male has when he's like, yeah, I got these before I went to prison. Oh, no. <laughs> so.
1: All right. So um, last email is from Morgie. We only have one left and I know we're running short on time, but psh, let's answer it. Um, and the email says, Hi, Watchers. My name is Morgi from the Earthen Ring. Here's my question. Is the Scourge present in any part of Legion? It seems like it's an obvious answer to combating an army that is both vast and difficult to kill. If not, why wouldn't andwin or somebody else go up to their buddy Bolvar and ask if he can help with the Legion of Endless Demons that is currently destroying the world? I think a Legion versus Scourge expansion sounds interesting. Do you think it's something we could see in the next expansion? I'm a long-time listener of the show, Thanks for everything you do to help make the WoW community awesome. Regards,
0: Morgie. I'm going to just say play a death knight. Yes. That is all I'm going to say on that. Just go play a death knight. I would like to
1: actually see some kind of I think it would be cool if like the last patch of Legion where we're like fighting this overwhelming force of demons and then all of a sudden like as we're you know waging our last final gasps of air or whatever we hear like behind us there's like two sets of trumpets and on one side is Bolvar and the entirety of the score and he's just like sup heard you could use a little help and then on the other side is Ural and the entire force of Draenei from Dranor who's like
2: oh hey so I heard you could use our help and like all three of us we, just like we need a third trumpet in this mix where Jaina just, brings uh, yeah. Kul Tiras
1: yes yeah. I want Jaina I have words about Jaina, but I think I'm gonna save those for know your lore this week. So
2: Yeah, but um in addition to playing in Death Knight, uh some of the other artifacts also go into Ice Crown and there are some interactions. Like I believe if I remember correctly, uh, the Fire Mage artifact goes into in the
0: Oh and touches on it, yeah.
2: Yeah. So um they're not Scourge isn't absent. I don't know what kind of large presence they will have.
0: It's definitely um, more strategic. It's not yeah. just an army of corpses, but there is definitely the Scourge does do things in this expansion.
1: There's a leader, and the leader knows what he's doing now. And since the leader knows what he's doing now, he can kind of command accordingly, I guess. Uh, Bolvar, Bolvar's role as the Lich King is is a little weird, because he was originally positioned there to kind of keep the Scourge in check, right? hmm Yeah. yeah only now we're saying hey can you take an active role like a slightly more active role without going completely crazy like the last guy did like is that possible and i don't know if that is honestly so
2: i hope so bolvar's cool bolvar's pretty awesome There's uh just go jump off a cliff bolvar be awesome ursul shows up <laughs> yeah but i want him to jump off a cliff
1: well, on that note, I think that kind of wraps this up for today. Blizzard Watch is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash And your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcasts, better chance at having your question answered on our podcast or the queue, and
0: an ads-free site experience. Thanks, Ian. Uh This has been the Blizzard Watch Podcast. If you have an email for us, please send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com. Again, we'll talk about any topic you want. Uh, thank you for listening to the show, and we will see you here next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.